Jackson. You got to put it in drive. Is that why it's not going anywhere? I'd gum it. All right, whatever. Uh, tonight's episode of Bubba's About Broke is recorded in front of a live studio audience. All right, everybody, welcome to episode eight of Bubba's About Broke. We have Dylan and Tommy Hoover in the studio. Going to be a great show. Heck We're yeah. going to kick it off with my ho- co-host Melvin McLaren getting us started with uh, our opening segment. What uh, you got? All right, man. It's been a busy week. How about y'all? Yeah, very busy. We have some information from the Deduck River. I said the Deduck. <laughs> the Deduck River Raceway Park. Winterfest is coming up February 18th and 19th. Everybody needs to get on the Duck River Raceway Park webpage and see about getting you some tickets to go down there. Hey, we'll be there. I know, yes, man. Yes, we will. Bubba's About Broke's going to do an episode from down there, so that's pretty crazy stuff. Uh, Bubba's About Broke podcast is sponsoring the Hard Luck Award to the Opens Wheels division that weekend, too. So if anybody has a hard time and whoever uh, Mr. Russell Booth deems deserves that award, Bubba's About Broke is going to be sponsoring that. Also, Bubba's About Broke podcast is sponsoring the Diamond Partnership with the 602 Late Models for the 2023 season. So that's pretty cool stuff. Clarksville Speedway, I've seen where they got a testing tune coming up February 18th. Their 2023 schedule is out. So get on their Facebook page, follow them. Veterans Motorplex, man, the banquet is upon us. March the 4th. Tickets are on sale on the Facebook page. Nikki was talking about that you can get on there and do that. Uh, hey, so we're going to be there, too. I know, man. Yep. Man, we're going to be busy. So we're going to get... Who keeps scheduling all this? I think it's me. <laughs> and I'm ignorant, ain't I? <laughs> but... Uh, we need to get you a job. Uh, <laughs> another <laughs> another thing's going on down there. Uh, they're going to do the, the Lepore Cruise Around the Track February 25th, nine laps. You can bring your race car or your personal vehicle. That's a memorial ride uh, for that tragedy that happened down there. So that's a few things from uh, the Veterans Motorplex, Clarksville, and Duck River Raceway Park. Uh, something else I want to let everybody know, Southern Dirt Motorsport Podcast. It's a podcast on YouTube. Uh, they talk about tracks that no longer exist, unfortunately, up in Sparta area, uh, Hillham, Atomic, Mitchell, um, Glasgow. Uh, they do a podcast on there talking about the old tracks and the old drivers. We, Bubba's About Broke Podcast, is going to be a guest on their show next Sunday at 1 p.m. So that's February the 5th. Southern Moat, Southern Moat, <laughs> Southern you okay? Southern Dirt Motorsports Podcast. We are going to be a special guest on that podcast, so you can look that up on the their Facebook page and YouTube. Nice. So I'm going to turn it over to Jack for some shout outs, man. All right. Well, in the shout out segment this week, we have uh, Phil Jones. He's a racer around here at the Veterans Motorplex in Nashville. Uh, in the Legends Division, he sent us a nice message uh, last week saying how much he enjoyed the show and uh, that he was glad that we were doing this. So that, that meant a lot to us here at Bubba's About Broke. Oh, we um, love them. Yeah, very much. Um, we have a birthdays uh, segment. We're going to start off with our co-host, Melvin McLaren, on Wednesday, right? Woo! Hey, hit that, bu- hit that button for me. I yeah, hit, hit, that, hit that I don't have birthdays anymore. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I quit be, having birthdays when I your, turned 50. Uh, this will be your 53rd one, I think. So, uh, My grandma, Marilyn Wright, her birthday is today. Ooh, happy birthday, Nana. Happy birthday, Nana. Yes, happy birthday. And uh, we have Keith Webb. His birthday is today also. And uh, Matt Barnes has a birthday this week. I'm not sure exactly when it is yet, but uh, uh, when is it? it? Let me look at the calendar over here from Middle Tennessee Racing News. Matt Barnes' birthday is the 31st. Nice. The 31st. So that's tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, well, Caleb, do you want to talk about uh, an update on our social media? It keeps getting bigger every day. We know that because your dad sends us messages every 10 minutes. Yep. Get excited. <laughs> yeah. We're at 512 followers right now. Yeah, Facebook. I noticed that. 512 followers. Known followers. Um, Not everybody hits the click button. Yeah, that's true. I don't true. know why either. They should. 
That's true. It, it doesn't take that much. But we keep promoting that, so hopefully that'll keep growing. Um, we've had uh, we're getting closer and closer. We're at almost twenty eight hundred views on the podcast through seven episodes, so that's pretty cool. Nice that we've had twenty eight. You know, twenty eight hundred views. I mean, you know, if everybody watches it, I mean, I'm not saying it's twenty eight hundred people, but it's getting bigger and bigger. Um, Lori's TikTok that she put stuff on, it's already got over almost 150 likes on it. So wow. liking that page. So that's growing as well. So cool. That's pretty cool. The TikTok thing, everything we're doing, man, everything's growing. Um, so obviously we can't thank our listeners and sponsors enough for that. So it's pretty you. awesome, man. Stay tuned. We'll do another giveaway at some point. We're trying to find something cool to give away this time. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Cooler. Everything we give away is cool, I think, but. No, for sure. Yeah, we we'll have a lot. We have a lot of exciting stuff coming up here in the next couple of months on Bubba's About Broke, and uh, we just want y'all to stay tuned for that. It's going to be a great time. Well, let's go ahead and get to our guest. You ready for them? Are they here? You yep, mean right to here. tell me that Tommy and Dylan Hoover is in here? What? Yes, they are. They are right well, here. Well, hello. Oh, we've got a, a live audience, too, by the way, so yeah. you may hear some clapping in the background. We didn't even yeah. have to hit the button. Maybe no. some <laughs> boos. I don't know. <laughs> <Or> boos. <laughs> you think they'll boo y'all? They might. <laughs> well, they don't race, don't so, so they shouldn't boo them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't have any. Yeah, they're not going to boo you. Well, um, Tommy, we'll go ahead and get started with you. Just tell us about who you are and your racing experience. All right. Well, I'm Tommy Hoover. We've been around this area my whole life. Gillisville, Millersville, Hendersonville area. I uh, got racing with my dad. He, uh, with the guy that y'all probably know, uh, Kenny Vidito. Heck yeah. His, his dad drove. His dad's name, his nickname was Chico. So he drove. <laughs> my dad worked on the car. And that's where I learned what I know from them. Pulling cars off of trailers with trees and everything <laughs> else. Just, you know, Hold on, doing night. what? What were you doing? <laughs> you back up to a tree. Put a chain around the tree, around the bumper of the car, and pull the trailer out from under the car. Oh, that's how you would unload. That's it. how you yes. amplify. If you have a bad night yeah. at the racetrack, yeah, which <laughs> we just didn't several. use the ramps wow. that night. Or you're by yourself. Yeah, well, no, most of the time it's because Kenny wadded it up somewhere, either in a turn <laughs> yeah. or with what? somebody else. Yeah. So wow. you, you sound like you've done that a lot. I've done it at my house a few times that we're in now. So, wow. with, with the drivers that we've got. <laughs> and had he's and pointing at uh, Dylan over here for some <laughs> yeah. reason. You ain't never wanted a car up, have you, Dylan? Uh, just a time or two. Mm. Yeah, we had one one pretty good incident at Nashville with him and Stephen Collins. That it was pretty scary. I mean, when I got on the radio and he didn't answer, that mm. sends chills down you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big time. Your son, especially, yeah. or anybody. Yep. Well, Dylan, when did you get started racing? Uh well, like he's, I've been around it since I was born in January and started racing in March. He was at the racetrack in March, yes. <laughs> uh, yep. I've been around it for 27 years now. I started racing in, was it 2012? Uh, whenever Jerry and Roger and Buddy all took over the track, I ran those first four races, whatever it was. And then 2013 was my first, I guess you'd call it my first four year racing. And started in front wheel drives and worked my way up to where I'm at now. Which awesome, is? Man. I'm in, well, I, my last <laughs> year racing, I was in Sportsman. Yeah. So I'll be, I guess I've worked all the way up till there. Well, hey, that's what you're. Very cool. Cool. So started out in the front runners. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. well, I mean, I've, I can't remember exactly what all I've seen you in, but you've been in a few, like, race here and there in several different cars hadn't you yeah I've ran maybe not like a season but like a sp special race or something yeah so my last four year racing was 2020 we won the championship in sportsman and then i was going to take some time off because we me and my wife we bought a house we just bought a house and got married and yeah, we yeah. Bought he a wasn't house. living at home with daddy no more <laughs> <laughs> daddy <laughs> seems real happy about that over there. well he figured out that money don't go as far as it yeah 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 when somebody else is buying exactly it. yep yeah, we, we bought a house and got married and then we tried to run a race in a baby grand and then that didn't go our way so no. we got rid of it and then got a, traded it for a pure stock and then i sold it and I'm still working on it right now. <laughs> well, I the remember that bought it. <laughs> I remember you bought. Y'all was into these uh, the baby grands. I remember y'all got it. Yeah. it looked oh, like an ugly car. <laughs> well, I, it wouldn't have been ugly time y'all got done with. No, that was a. Uh, 
We had part of the moment. not enough paint to paint it one color, but we <clears throat> emptied out our whole tray of oddball stuff. So it was, we had several comments on that car. Well, I, I so you had trouble with it. Y'all didn't like, you just no, didn't like the that way. That was it, the, the Buddy Williams race, what, two years ago? I, I think something like that. And they were running 22 laps and he made it to lap 11 and it hand grenaded down the back straight away. Man. Dang. <laughs> Well, it's fun yeah. while it lasted, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was. They, it was they move on. Them little yeah. cars are fast. Yeah, yeah I, bet, I bet they're a blast to drive. I've always wanted to get in one. Are they? Oh, they're. Because I know you're so low to the ground. It probably feels yeah. like you're going 200 well, miles an hour over that down through there. You're not really. I don't think you're really going time wise. You're going a little faster than sportsmen's, but just the power to weight ratio, it feels. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. I guess uh, the first time I remember. We got back into racing in 19, so I guess, were you running that, um, was your Sportsman like white or something? It was. Back then, it had like a white body on it? <laughs> there was so a super stock that we had. We started, super out, stock. started out the year in that super stock car with a white Challenger body. Yeah. And then we blew it up, and then I bought the Sportsman car. That's right. That was the one that had the black mm -hmm. body on it, wasn't it? Yeah. That's when I first remember seeing you guys. What, uh, Mr. Tommy, so what is it, what do you do? Where do you work at? <clears throat> I work at, I am a carpenter at the electric company. Well, that's if clear that makes as sense. Yeah, <laughs> I work for National Electric, and oh, okay, I'm a carpenter. Cool, at nice. the electric company. So when they tear stuff up, you gotta go back in and fix it. Yes, we take care of all the duck runs downtown, manholes, vaults. Any time you drive by a substation, you see structural steel sitting somewhere. We put the concrete for it set on. Oh, oh nice. yeah. Well, now we know. Well, what about yeah. one of our favorite places, Veterans Motorplex? What all have you done there? <laughs> Well, some of it we can't say, some of it we can. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Well, we want to hear both. Well, this is an all tell thing. Some you, of the, you can say it all. It's, uh, everything well, here is it, safe. Uh, uh, Statue of Limitations. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we have to kind of watch on that one. But anyway, uh, now I started working there when Ronnie, right as Ronnie's last couple of years, he had it. And when was that? What and, year was that oh, for our listeners? Oh, goodness. Uh, well, when Little Bobby had it, I was there 21 years. So back oh, up gosh. 21 years from when Little Bobby had it. Wow. So I started off pumping gas at the gas pumps. Yeah. Wow. And worked up to work there for a couple of years, done the safety crew for a couple of years. And then one of the girls up upstairs doing the score, and she was quitting. And I'm like, I'll try it. Time to get in air conditioning. Why not? Doing the in and outs on the yeah. scoring and then uh, – the guy, I can't remember the guy's name that was doing the score, and he'd done it for years up there. But he retired and left, and then me and Rita done the scoring. And then when Rita left, my daughter came in, and we did it from there on. 20, hmm. 21, 21 years. years. Before. That was from when Bobby Jr. <laughs> from more, so yeah, that's before been, a little Bobby. Yeah. yeah, so that's been like 10 years since he owned the track. Yeah. yeah. So you've wow. seen a lot of racers come and go. Yes. Man. I remember awesome. the nights we have anywhere from – Probably forty-five to fifty-five front-wheel drive cars there. Oh, I, I can remember wow. them days. And we was we was having to split them up into two classes because the way we did the scoring was when they come out of turn four, I started calling numbers and my daughter was writing them down. Oh my god! Dang. I didn't say that was way, but way <laughs> before way. transponders. Yes, yes. Wow. Uh, so yep, man. Well, how obviously you've been there a long time and you've seen a lot of change. Mm -hmm. Obviously, a lot I'd of say change. some for the good, some for the bad. Yep. A little bit of everything. What a, you know, I know everybody's having a hard time getting fans in the stands, but yeah. I mean, how, what's the outlook? How do you think we look? I mean, it's, it's on the upswing, I believe. Good. Uh, that as a, I wouldn't know, you know, I've never ran a racetrack and I give Jerry credit for everything that he's done and is doing, you know, everything's going the right direction. It's just times are hard right now. It is. Well, you especially know. in that, that sport and that, in that sport, you know. You know me and him was talking on the way up here, you know, they, they want to do a super stock class, but then if you want to do this other class and then you're going to, you're going to kick out 20 drivers yeah, for five or six each week. So, you know, it's kind of a darned if you do, darned if you don't, you know, yeah, type of thing. So it's just getting, just getting people back in it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we're there's trying. Cars, I mean there's cars there. There's some of them may be outdated, but you know. <laughs> Like, don't right. take, as long as they're getting much. cars on the track, yeah, yeah at least man. they'd be there. We'll, we'll yeah. keep working on getting the people there. People, yeah. we was we was looking cars. back the other night when we was doing it every Saturday night. We were running 
I think it was eight classes a night, and that's feature races. How many? Eight. Eight wow, feature eight races. Feature and that some of them ran heat races with that. Really? And we qualified everybody one at a time. <laughs> wow. One car at a time. Well, wow. I'm glad to hear you think it's on an upswing. That, that makes yeah. me feel good about it. I mean, with you being there, you're still there working? You still no. When No. Uh, the second year Little Bobby had it, we went our separate ways, and that's when I started driving. Actually, I was already driving at Bowling Green then. Hmm. And uh, – I'm like, you know, I've been I've been telling these guys, you know, where they finish and how they do for a while now. I'm going to be on the other side. There, there you yeah. go. Yeah. So, yeah, they can, I can hear my name called. <laughs> yeah, so talk about that. Talk about your Bowling Green racing. I love Bowling Green. If Bowling Green opened back up today, I'd build two or three cars just to go have fun. Yeah. That is, I love that track. They didn't like me. I mean, some <laughs> most of the guys did, but, you know, when we started, we was in a, I bought a 95 Nissan Altima from Chris Brown lived two blocks down the road from me for $400. And that's when, when Larry still on the track at the time, he had the shop across the street where Terry Duke's at. Yep. We pulled the Altima in there and it was, the car wasn't even running when I bought it. I got the car running. I called him and I said, Hey, listen to this. And his list to it. He's like, you stole it from me. I need some more money. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> you done so, drove off with it. Yeah. So the first year we ran, in 07, I ran three races at Bowling Green and couldn't get out of my own way. I mean, first time I'd ever been in a car, didn't know what to do. I'm just like, all right, we're going to go have fun. Yeah. And then the girl that I'm married to now, she come on board and she come down from Illinois, stayed with us, and we got together. And 08, we started the full year. And they had a rule up there that if you won, you could not claim anybody the first two races or the last two races that kept somebody from buying a championship at the end hmm. mm. so one of the little boys up there he's well known that well-known family uh he went to school telling all these kids hey we're gonna win every race ain't nothing y'all can do about it <laughs> and they're like okay so that third race they all pulled their money together and <laughs> took it up there well i always went across the scales down there just to have a blast because they, they'd always look at me like, you know, we ain't yeah. checking y'all, go on. So I pulled up that night. And he's like, hold on a minute. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> he never done this before. Yeah. <laughs> so I sat there for a minute and he's like, go to the front straightaway. And I'm like, what are we doing? He's like, go to the front straightaway. You'll figure it out. And I'm like, okay. So I go back through the pit lane there at the drag strip, go under the tunnel or under the tower. And I see them pushing his car off the track, and I'm like, what's going on? So that was our first win when the boy decided not to sell his car. And if you don't sell it, you can't bring that car back the rest of the year. Well, I remember crazy. I heard I've Thomas heard talk that. about that when they was first running up there. People could buy your car. Yep. I had never heard I of that. I just don't know about If you that. take a – in the front runners now, <laughs> I had at that time, of course, my car had a cage in it, and it was a heavy cage. It was made out of gas pipe. Cause I didn't do it. So with the cage, the car was a thousand dollars without a cage is $500. Why well, don't you wish that's what they were now? Yeah. What, what is look, even those talk, cars are getting out. Well, of let's hand. talk they about are. that. Let's talk about, a, they are. excuse me, a, a front runner. Mm -hmm. What would a competitive front runner cost somebody now? I mean, a safe one. Yeah. Throw that in there. Safe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've safe seen some that I would be like, do you want safe the? or do you want fast? Man? Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> Well, we, when we started doing our cages, my wife's like, look, where, we're, where we run at, we know everybody we run with. And they're just like everybody sitting here. They don't want to spend an arm and a leg to get something that they can go have fun with. So we sat down and figured out what it would cost us for material, what it would cost us to make a little money. And we started putting these cages in for $450. And we was making money. We do one. We've done one in one Saturday, about six and a half, seven hours. Wow! And we've grew from there. And she's like, you know, if you're gonna keep it simple and keep these guys safe, that's the main thing. Yeah. And that's why when he graduated high school, we're like, all right, we need to do something with this because so we sent him down to Tennessee uh, 
Uh, TCAT. TCAT. Yeah, TCAT. Mm-hmm. NC College of Applied Tech. So he's certified welder and oh, yeah. everything he can be certified in. Yeah. So we've got that going. So and the and the cages have just gone through the roof. Well, I remember I was talking to you down at uh, the Dave's Racing Swap Meet, and you were talking about that mm-hmm. that it had gone through the roof. We're doing a real good here. So that's huge mm-hmm. in, within yeah. itself. It's really so, cool. Well, what else y'all doing besides building cage? What other fab well, work got, do you do for race cars? We've got one in the shop right now that was, like I said, when he traded his baby grand for this car, I looked at it and I'm like, we're not racing this car. Had a four-point cage in it, and that was it. And this yeah. was a four-door Malibu or something. I have no some big car. Just tear it down and redo it, well, basically. I told him, I said, we can either <laughs> pull the cage out and start all over. Well, money-wise... You know, if we were going to do it, it was going to come out of my pocket and then him pay me back, and we all know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, hey, you just got married and got a Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So he decided to sell it. Well, the boy that bought it from me, or from him, was wanting to upgrade the cage, and we was messing with it one day, and I said, oh, by the way, look at here. And I walked over to the driver's side, and on the back door, there was a piece of, two pieces of duct tape stuck together all the way down the, the seam of the door, pull the duct tape off, and the whole side of the car fell off. <laughs> so now wow. this will be the second car that we've actually put a sheet metal body on. Wow. So his sportsman car, we put the aluminum sheet metal body on it. So this one's just out of uh, galvanized sheet metal. So I got it all buttoned off. up. <laughs> got it buttoned up last night. And so we got a hood to cut down, a windshield to put in, and put wheel studs in it for him, and he's ready to go. He'll Heck be at, yeah. he'll be at Veterans Motorplex this year. Awesome man, love to hear it. Love to hear it, Tommy. Who um, who inspired you, or what inspired you to build your own car, or buy your own car, and start racing yourself? I know you've been in racing long before it's just, you started driving, but so it sounds a lot easier to buy one. It is. Yeah. It is a whole lot <laughs> yeah. because yeah. you're your own boss. You yeah. Know? If I'm racing for you and you're okay, like all right, we're not gonna go racing this week, and you're like, but yeah. but I need, yeah. I, need, I need my fix. You know? <laughs> yeah, I need so, to race. Need you, you know that way, fix. Yeah, you know we've run at, of course, Bowling Green, Highland Rim, and at Huntsville too. I haven't drove at Huntsville, but he loves Huntsville, so we might be venturing down there some this year to run the pure stock he's gonna be in. So yeah, we have to work work it out now to where when Mama's got camping trips planned. We uh-huh. go camping and the race car stays at home. Yeah. Well, I've already heard you talk about your new hobby was camping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. That's okay. Yep. That's okay, man. Yeah, nothing wrong. And with right that. now, the only the truck that we've got pulls the camper and the enclosed, so you switch them in and out whenever you yeah. wherever you're going. Well, Dylan, I want you to think back. Think back. Who inspired you? to get into this stuff i mean i'm sure it was tommy but was there anybody else out there that uh inspired you to to do this uh when i was a little kid i was you know playing with my hot wheels cars on the bleachers and the late models come out there one night and bobby terry was out there racing and he had his big old sponsor across the back of his car dylan uh dylan transportation or something like that and i turned to my mom and dad i said look i said that car's got my name on <laughs> that's it. me right there <laughs> that's me i thought he had my name on the car and everything and then they, uh, so that hey, was i thought that was really cool. got me a ride mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and then uh there was a guy named uh what was his name john patterson. john patterson john patterson i really he used to run a long time ago and i really i always loved watching him run and i'd say those two probably between those two was what really got me wanting to get into it and Anybody, anybody can, can whatever you want to call it, associated with Steve Pittman, you know, can't be that bad anyway. There you go. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you this, Dylan. How was it when you won your first race in front of your dad? What what kind of emotion did you have with that? Oh, I'd, there's no there's no words to describe the the feeling that you can have winning in front of your dad, and it's just it's just something cool to experience and it's just memories that you're making i tell you what was even cooler was when he won the sportsman championship because him and john allen there was john allen was two points ahead of us going into that hundred lap race mm-hmm. 
and he grenaded his motor down the back stretch that Thursday before the race. Mm. And he walked up to us. He's like, hey, congratulations. I'm like, no, dude, you can't do it this way. We don't want a championship like this. We want to fight for it. We've been driving with you all year. Yeah. We want to we want to earn it. So he borrowed uh, Chucky Adcock's car and made 15 laps, and I think the transmission broke or rear end broke or something, and he was done. But well, he it, tried. But he, he was there. Yeah, you know, he had a car that was capable. Yeah. You know, Chucky had a fast car, and hmm. he just had it you just know had problems. W- yeah, just had a. And a moment. that was when that was the night that uh, uh, what was his name? The one that blew up going in turn three. Uh, Pierce. Yeah, Josh Pierce. Mm-hmm. Oh, lap yeah. eighty something, grenaded his motor going in turn three, and I told Dylan I was on the radio. I said, "Go high and hit the brakes." That's a good spotter right there. He's sitting in the middle of turn three and four and smoke everywhere. So it caught fire when he did. Oh yeah, it was a fireball. It was a big one. Yeah, it was cool looking, but I'm sure he was scared to death. I think it burned his eyebrows. If I I think it did. (laughs) I think can't imagine. But he, when they got everything stopped, Dylan come around and was in front of turn four grandstands coming down the hill, and I was standing in the infield down there, and uh. We were talking about everything. I said, how's everything going? He's like, well, it's running good. You know, everything's everything's good. I'm, I like it. It's right where we need to be. Like 20 laps to go in the race. He's like, oh, he said, where's John Allen at? Where am I at ahead of him? We only had to finish three spots ahead of him to win the championship. And I looked at him. I said, can you see me? He looked and he said, yeah. Well, about that time, John Allen put his arm on my shoulder. Oh, man. And uh, I said, this him standing right here. Dang. Ugh. It was like, well, how long has he been in the pits? I said, since lap 15. I said, you won a championship. And they, oh, man. I, bet, I bet people that turn four could hear him. Enjoy, enjoy your last 20 laps because yeah. you, you already won but the that, Well, no, because when we went back green, I told him, I said, if you get in front of Doc, I said, you've got third place. So yeah. he was he was fighting for third man. place then. So we, he wound up third in that 100 lap race. That's wow. Awesome. That's a cool story. So that's man. the stories we want yeah. to hear, man. That's cool. Yeah. I'd have never known that story. He's right yeah. here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's cool. Nice. Um, Tommy, I think you already said it earlier about your first win. Where where and when was your first that win? That was at Bowling Green in so 08. When I think we were there. 08. Running when, mini cup. Yeah, we might have been there, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could were. have been. We were running there in 08. We won, I think, three races that year. And I actually won a championship, my first championship that year. I bet we were there at some point. And then uh, – a boy bought that car and rove it the next year, and he just just waxed our butts with it because it was a little CRX, and it was just yeah. unreal fast. So I finished second to him, and then I bought the my my Altima kind of blew up one night, one <laughs> Friday night, and we're like, hey, we're going to go put this back together and come back Monday for the Memorial Day race they were having. Yeah. So I already had second place locked up in points. Couldn't nobody catch me. I couldn't catch Curtis. And I'm like, let's just go home and figure this out and come back Yeah. Monday. And Terry Gill told me, he's like, dude, I got a car sitting on top of the hill. So go bring get it and run it. It was a 95 Maxima V6. And that was my green car. Yeah, I remember that car. And, dude, I, I think so. it was a, it was a was bullet, a, wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs> and people don't believe me that it's it had the – Air conditioning belt still on it really? the whole time we run it. I took <laughs> the original? it. I took it off the original. Well, I don't know if it was original, but it had a, a air conditioning compressor belt on it the whole time we ran. <laughs> hey, wow. If it ain't broke, don't fix That's it. That's right. <laughs> we won probably twenty something races with that car. Yeah, I remember at that point in time of your career, you were unreal, man. We took the belt off of it and took it to Highland Rim, and it wouldn't run for nothing. Really. <laughs> God. Well, guys, we need to take a quick little break here because we have to take care of some sponsorship stuff. So, yawn. Yeah, take a break, (laughs) yawn, use the bathroom, get a drink, and Lori's going to do her thing. Okay, so uh, the first couple of sponsors that we are going to shout out is Made by Mosley. Oh, yeah. We love him, don't Mm -hmm. we? This whole place is about Made by (laughs) Mosley. Yeah, literally. He has over 20 years' experience, and he can pretty much do anything that you can think of. I mean, he's done our banners, he does car wraps, anything you can think of. So his phone number is 615-887-1468. And our next one is Macon County Vet Hospital. They have a great staff. They will work you in really as soon as possible. They will work with you 
so much, and we appreciate them. And their phone number is 615-666-8063. Yeah, big shout out to Greg Miller for being on board with Bubba's Bout Broke. Yep, means a lot. I know y'all got a crap ton of pets you probably take up there, too. Yeah, Yeah, we do. Every time I turn around, there's more animals here. Yeah. But what we like about about them, that they're a fully functional veterinarian hospital, and they're open on Saturdays, which is easy. Yeah, that's really when we have to go. (laughs) Yeah, right. I mean... Who, who needs to go to the vet Monday through Friday, 8 to 4, you know? Yeah. It's always, it's it's always Saturday and it's Sunday. It's always like Friday, something happens to yeah. the dogs, and it's like, dang it, we got to go through Saturday. <laughs> but yeah. they're open, so you know, it helps. Well, it good helps deal. Out. Well, I want to know, this may be an easy, well, you talked about it a little while ago. Um, we know you really like Bowling Green, but out of the active tracks right now, what's your favorite tracks, both of you? I like Highland Rim. We like hearing that. I've, veterans Motorplex. <laughs> yes, Veterans <laughs> yes, Motorplex. At the rim. At the rim. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the technical name, by the way, right? The Veterans Motorplex, Motorplex. At, at Highland the rim. rim. At the rim. At the rim. So Highland Rim isn't okay. That puts it back into perspective of that it's still Highland Rim. It's right. still the yeah. rim. It's always the rim. The rim. It's always right. the rim. Okay. Yep. I've I've always wondered that myself. I mean, everybody calls it either way, but I'm like, it's called Veterans Motorplex at mm. the rim. That's the yep. official name, I guess. Yep. Well, how about you, Dylan? you know, I've like he was saying, I like. We've run Huntsville and it's it's a blast, but there's you just, there's no place like Highland Rim. There's I was gonna say there's no place like home, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> yep. Dylan Hoover and Tommy Hoover with Hoover Motorsports just said they like Highland Rim. They like <laughs> Highland Rim the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, again, I think you may have just said it, but what? What's your favorite memory from Highland Rim? I don't, not any trap, but just Highland Rim. What it can it don't have to be serious. I want to hear something funny. What whatever you want it to be. But what's your one of your favorite memories or something dumb you did that makes it a funny memory? Anything Ooh. about Highland Rim? Uh, I'd say one thing that sticks in my mind real good is back when I was a kid watching John Patterson race. He was coming out of four, and he I don't remember exactly what happened, but he he got up in the outside wall and turned over up on his hood. Coming mm. down the front straight away, and I was like, "Dang, this is crazy!" <laughs> You're like, "I want to yeah. do that. <laughs> that looks yeah, that's awesome. awesome. That's crazy. We should do that, <laughs> but Dad. I want to do it." <laughs> that <dude> yeah. flipped. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one thing that sticks out that's in good. my mind. Wow. We well, at least a, he didn't want to get into. We had an employee derby. race one night. Oh no! But <laughs> when Larry had the track, and of course all the officials come down and got their own cars. Well, you know, I'm up in the booth, and it takes me longer to get down there, so I had to. Well, who did the scoring? Well, nobody. It was just oh. whoever, whoever finished first. Last man know. standing. Yeah. Wait, that was a wreck so, yeah. Of all people, Tink Jackson was standing there, and he's like, get in my car. I looked up at him. I'm like, dude, you're three foot taller than me. I'll never reach the pedal. <laughs> he said, well, I've got a pillow that we use when Lisa drives it. I'm like, well, I'm going to have to do something. So he threw that pillow behind me and strapped me in. He's like, now. He said, <laughs> for one thing, he said, it don't have power steering. I said, okay. I said, I don't like power steering anyway. He's like. And it's don't have power brakes. Well, good I'm God. Like, I said, okay. <laughs> he said, so problem. first thing you need to do is, is under the pace laps, get going down the straightaway and get <laughs> on the brakes up. so you know how hard you need to get on the brakes. Oh, no. To slow down. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I said, yeah, this is getting I worse. Got you. So we get ready to take off. And he's like, all right, last thing is, I said, yeah. He said, you see the car that's two cars ahead of you? I said, yeah. He said, that's Larry. He said, I want you to take him out. Well, no problem. The brakes well, don't said, work. Do what? He said, take him out. He said, I'm building a new car next year. I ain't care about this one. He says, take him out. Like, if I can, I will. If I can catch <laughs> and that was, Oh, dude, I went into turn one. I was like literally had both hands under the steering wheel and was stretched out as far as I could pushing the brakes, trying to get this beast of car <laughs> to slow down to go in turn one. Oh, my God. Dude, I had a blast. It was it was hilarious. Did you take wow. him out? I never could catch Oh, him. man. <laughs> used to, that was the first time I'd ever drove a real yeah. drive car. So. Oh, yeah. I was like, you should have slowed down and waited on the drive. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love for my crew owner to be like, all right, take him out. Like, yo, no problem, buddy. <laughs> Got you covered. That's awesome. That's hilarious. That is cool. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, tell us about a, a struggle that you had. Um, woke up one Sunday morning and y'all were going to race that next weekend. Uh, both of you can tell it, or it may be the same struggle, but tell us a bubble, a bubba struggle that you had just to get to the track that week. I'm sure they don't have any. I mean, I'm sure there's no struggles in racing, Melvin. No, <sighs> not with the Hoover Motorsports. <laughs> Everything goes. We've perfect. done the we've done the tree pulling one night. We come back from Bowling Green on Friday night, and somebody that was 
I don't want to say myself, but in my car was trying to go three wide in turn one at Bowling Green, and it didn't work. Yeah, it wound up backwards <laughs> going into the wall there in turn one, and it pushed the whole left side rear of the car over to the right side of the car. Oh, we finished the race. No, we didn't. No. I got in uh, <laughs> a friend of mine's car and finished the race. So we, Sunday morning we was out there with the car still on the trailer, pulled it up beside the tree, wrapped a chain around the bumper of the, or the frame of the car, and started coming along it over till we got it straightened back up. And then we <laughs> braced it back off where we could get it off the trailer. That's pretty wow. awesome, man. <laughs> we just that. talked about that at the beginning, so now we got the real-life scenario. It's crazy. Yeah. All that work just yep. to get it off the trailer. Well, I know I had, I had heard my uncle one time. He used to drive dirt cars up in Hillham and all that back in the 80s, 70s. He said that he had, he had wrecked and bent his frame – and then after they bent the frame, the car turned. They they won like okay. twenty races after Paul, that Paul because Cummings. it was bent. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. ask Paul Cummings if his car is not turning right. He'll go out there and hit the wall in it. Mm-hmm. I well, promise. It certainly worked for Jerry McLaren. I can tell you that. Yeah. And I've heard people don't, say don't that try before. that. Don't try that. <laughs> well, didn't that, didn't everybody ask him what the, he did to make? Yeah, his car? The, he said yeah. I hit, hit the light pole. He said mm-hmm. I hit the light pole over <laughs> <at> Hillham. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy man. yeah the night that he him and steven got into it at, at what well, didn't get into it they wrecked at fairgrounds it pushed his right front wheel and that neon back into the fender wheel and me and my son-in-law and him got out there with my little uh was it with the suburban wasn't it hooked the chain around the bottom of the mm-hmm. the frame of the car in the back and hooked the frame to the lower control arm or the spindle on the front wheel and just started snatching it. <laughs> That's all right. Chris, my son-in-law, would go over and measure the wheel distance on the left side. Two more jerks, Dad. Two more over. jerks. He's like, all right, we want this right side to be about an inch longer than the left side. I'm like, okay. Because I didn't know that at the time. You know? Drink her down. Hey, we, start, we just jerked it out and jerked it until we got it where we wanted it. And then we went in there and patched everything that split and broke. And, hey, that was a bad-looking car when we got done with it. It would turn. See there? It's wow. called ingenuity. Crazy, yes. Ingenuity. <laughs> I love it. I want to see this tree. I bet it's got some battle wounds on it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really cool. It, actually it does. <laughs> we need to interview the tree. Yeah. yeah. Hey tree. <laughs> at least send us a picture of it at some point. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Mm. Um, so I know y'all have probably had a lot of struggles and bad nights at the racetrack. We all do. But you know, and all the work that goes into it, it's so much work and not everybody in the stands necessarily understands that but what makes y'all want to keep coming back to the racetrack every week despite those problems that do happen you know the bad nights of the track or the tough times in the shop i just like going i mean i've done been told i can't race no more so i'm going out there having fun raising cane arguing with the officials little colton that's at at the the rim now yeah the one that does the officiating from the infield yeah he was he's the one that got him into welding at the school down there and his dad uh mr mcdonald oh yeah mr mac was oh, yeah. our ag teacher at school and i hear a lot about that man yep he just retired last year i think and you know he got he tells me every time he says i was at the track twice this past year and both nights while well, i was oh i was on the legends rear ends for you know just because just because, you know, <laughs> he's like, you can't come back no more when the legends are here. They just act crazy. And I'm like, no, they act crazy anyway. <laughs> so, That's yeah, awesome. it's, it's a lot of fun. I like going and just socializing, having a good time, working on stuff. I hate working on cars at the track. Yeah, me too. So, that's when it. we work on them. Yeah. yeah. That's when you work on them. No. I do all of our homework at home. We do all of our stuff. We set Take up. notes, Melvin. Yep. Yeah, his, sport, his sportsman car. We would go up maybe on a Thursday and practice. And then by the time we got tires and get it set up, get everything set, the numbers he liked, when we showed up Saturday to track, he'd go out to first practice and be like, it's good. We'd jack it up, set it there, and don't touch it till qualifying. Chill out, yeah. I wish Jackson said that every now and then. (laughs) Well, you know, sometimes we struggle, but that's okay. Sometimes late models a little more. Got to take a little more finesse. A little finesse, yeah. Well, I have a question. For Tommy Hoover, <laughs> and you know what's coming. I probably do. <laughs> I notice you don't wear shoes. I try, and not it's to, winter time, and it drives my wife nuts. Well, in right, his defense, need... he wore a pair of Crocs. Well, he I did. did because he said he didn't know what kind of terrain we had here. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So tell me about the non-sheet wearing. I don't know. I just got into it a few years ago, and is there? Just, are you a hippie? She claimed no. She calls me a hillbilly. Hillbilly, a hillbilly hippie. Yes. Yeah, hillbilly. Well, a hillbilly, hillbilly. Yeah, they don't wear shoes either. Yep. No. But we was at down at Day's Racing Swap Meet, and I looked down. It's cold as crap outside, and I'm pretty sure he don't have no shoes on. <laughs> oh, Tracy down there. Every time I walk in, she'll look over the counter. Yeah, she told no, me that today. He ain't got no shoes on. <laughs> no. Yeah. Have you ever drove a race car without any shoes on? No. Hmm. No. That was all before. Now, I did drive in Crocs one night at, at Bowling Green because I left my shoes at home. <laughs> well, I'm glad it didn't melt. No. Well, their their rules up there were pretty lenient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you had to have, I've seen cars literally come in up there with uh, a metal ladder off of a bunk bed welded to the driver's side door. What? That was it. Boy, thank God wow. And thank he had changed. Ten, and he had <laughs> 10 kinds worth of fun in that car. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. That's all that matters. Yep. Well. Wow. We're riding a little, well, I don't know if it's a stopping point or not. I'm going to make it a stopping point. But <laughs> no unfortunately for us, we have a lot of sponsors now, so we got to talk about them. <laughs> yeah. It's so, Lori, really fill great. us in on a couple more sponsors we got for tonight. All right. So, our next sponsor we're going to give a shout out to is the Brickyard Cafe of Franklin, Kentucky. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very good. We need to start giving a shout out just to the green beans and people know who we're talking about. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Those fried green beans. Very good. They um they have a Valentine's Day dinner coming up, Ooh. and that will have a special menu that is to be announced. They don't have that yet, but you can call to make reservations, and please make sure that you ask for Donald when you're there. He is there Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Yep. Donald's the man. Very good food. Well, let me ask you guys something. When I was down there talking to y'all, we'll get back to that one, Lori. When we was down there talking to y'all, you said that you had a lot of plans for 2023. So what I was going over there in your racing, I heard you say several things about several different race cars that you was racing or something. Yeah. So in, so in 2020 racing with John Allen against the championship, you know, we, we kind of hooked up and he, I quit racing in 2020 and then he wanted me to, he needed a spotter. So I come back in 2021 and was spotting for him and then I spotted for him this past season and then we just kind of hooked up and he wanted to build he's a car. A, he's so. a good guy too. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is. He's been over here a few times to our house. He's really cool. So mm-hmm. he, he wanted. We want to get him in here. He wanted to build a car, so I was like, well, let's build let's build a pure stock. You know, they're fairly. No, I'm not going to say cheap, but they're cheaper than inexpensive. Yeah. So we're me and him are going to less build expensive. A, less expensive. <laughs> we're going to build a pure stock and then I'll jump in his car his sportsman car a couple of times so throughout the year so cool. got a few rides this year so i'm You're, excited about it that's awesome man well, we can't wait to see that glory yeah. kick us another one all right we have broadleaf tree care they are amazing at what they do uh they do stump grinding emergency removals milling and climbing anything you can think of it's crazy um you can call ben burns at 615-574-4306 Old Ben, he was pretty cool in here the other day. He was, like, yes. week, yeah. We ended up seeing him at the Mexican restaurant like a couple nights after that, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> he buy your dinner? No. Did you buy his? No. Well, dang. <laughs> well, it was kind of awkward. We was leaving. He was coming in. No. Yeah. Maybe next time. Well, uh, you heard some of our sponsors. Well, well what kind of sponsors do y'all have? Y'all want to yeah, give them a shout? We're out? about it. We're about it. You're about it? Okay. We do. This is a a sponsor ad then. If we get, uh, yeah. And talk about yourself for a little bit. If, uh, you know, we've had several stuff. Of course, the sportsman, he had, you know, Mosley wrapped it and done an absolutely wonderful job with it. He's done all of our numbers when we don't get a wrap. So he's one of our guys we go to. So what, I mean, with your... Your fab. I mean, you you sell stuff out of your fab shop. I mean, you work for people, or are you just doing it all for yourself. You or? bring me a car, we'll put a cage in it, and come get it. Well, there we go. So, I have people tell me the guy just brought his car over. He's like, "Do I need to pay you now?" I'm like, "Nope." And they're like, "We don't pay you up front." I said, "Nope," because because I'm I've got your car. <laughs> exactly. If I get done and you don't have the money, hey, my door don't open. Yeah, I got a car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I like that. But we've you know, look, knock on wood, we've not had any issues with anybody that we've dealt with yeah and you know they're more than happy you know we've done several several cars for for greg williams and his bunch and we've done a lot of cars for uh guys up in kentucky that run dirt 
Yep. Had a, one of their cars went to Bristol last year or year before. I think it was two years ago. Two years ago. He went to Bristol and ran the, the SCDRA dirt race at Bristol. So, and then he took his car and rolled it, barrel rolled it like four times down the street Gosh. at uh, Clarksville. Dang. So, yeah. Well, what about your – this is the sponsorship app. But what about people that help you? Is it just you two? I mean, y'all got some people us that come and help you out the track it. at all? Golly, we we pull up. Y'all are making this hard on us. We put it. We pull up beside John (laughs) Allen and them, and we run with them all night, and that's about it. Well, and we've said this before, but like we, I've noticed in my short time helping them, you know, if if it's just a lot, sometimes it's just us three there. Mm -hmm. You know, we may not have anybody else either. And man, if you need something, man, just go into the holler beside you. Everybody's always like, please, you know, come get what you need. Here's this. The night that John Allen blowed his car up at for the night the week before the championship. He was having a miss in his car and couldn't figure it out. Well, I went down to my trailer and I said, here, here's a brand new distributor cap. Put it on, see what it does. And that fixed the problem. Right, He's yeah. like, all right, I know what I need to do now. And then he went back out and blew his car up. <laughs> so, hey, can I have my distributor know. cap back? Oh, he gave it back before he blowed it up. So, Oh, man. Well, has anybody got a nickname? We like nicknames no. if you haven't found them. Not that I know of. No. Well, we can make one tonight. I mean, we made one, one last week. You don't week. have one like Cole Baxter's? This is no, Coles, Coleslaw cool. now. Coleslaw. Like he didn't even know he had it until he left here. Until <laughs> his mom told him that's what it was. <laughs> no coleslaw. All right. Well, well, I know what we got. We got what? We got one to go, Jack. One to go. Oh, man. One How to go. How does it always get here so quick? I don't know. I don't know. It, it kind of flies by. Well, uh, we're fixing to wind this show down, but before we do... Uh, we're going to get to some announcements concerning next week's guests. So um, next week here on Bubba's About Broke, we're going to have Corey Jones and Randy Hulsey in the studio. Oh, my gosh. And I cannot, the legends. I cannot wait for that one. That's going to be – that, I said they've helped out a lot. Oh, yeah. That's, that's going to be a everybody. big, big show. We, we're we so excited that we got them to be on our show. Um, real excited about that. What do you think about that, Dad? That's, that's something. Y'all going to have to buy overalls for that. We, yeah, I know it. We're going to have to all wear overalls. That would be cool, <laughs> wouldn't it? Everybody wear overalls, man. <laughs> yeah. And uh, on our Dirt Edition, we're going to have uh, Peyton Merritt. And uh, he started racing motocross at between the ages of six and eight years old. And uh, he started racing dirt cars at age eight. And he drives in the uh, Mod 4 Mini Stock Series as well as the Weekly Mini Stock Series. And he's also fixing to hop into a 602 late model, right? And did you know what? What? He's 13. Years old. I thought he looked young. 13 years old, y'all. 13, Mm -hmm. and he's driving a 602 late model. Man. Car's twice as tall as he is. That's wild. We're looking at a picture of him here. Yeah, I thought he he knows what he's doing, though. Oh, it's on Jack Stanzo. I'm sorry. (laughs) I was like, God, that's a huge car. That is a huge car. Or he's little, but it's on Jack Stanzo. That's still a pretty big car. It is, yeah. But yeah, excited to talk to him. That's cool. See what. uh, So that's going to be our dirt racer. That'll be our for next edition. week, and we're going to have Randy and Corey Jones for our asphalt part. Yeah, Randy Hulsey and Corey Jones. Man, I That's can't wait cool. to hear some stories from Randy and them. <laughs> My gosh, man. To get Randy in here on a, to exactly. talk on a podcast. Yeah. Like, well, you don't have a camera in front of him. He should be all right. Yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll be cool. <laughs> we exciting. won't tell him about that camera. <laughs> Corey's hard enough to get to talk, but once he know him and get to talking to him, he's awesome. Yep. But Randy, I didn't think I'd ever get him in here, but he's coming, man. <laughs> he's Good really deal. cool, though. Well, do y'all have anything uh, that you want to say before we go? Any this last y'all minute shout-outs or thank yous I'm or anything? No, no, no. Well, I got something because I got a question. This is my – I'm going to call this my advice segment. All right, go so for we it. have been getting <laughs> advice. We have been getting advice every week on what not to do. So yeah, what's hey. something you can give us some advice on what – Something you know, we'll just use the lack constructive of, huh. criticism. Yeah, well, no, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about with the race car, you know. So we've learned not to use styrofoam cups to get gas out of the car. Oh yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a big one. That's yeah. a big one. Um, what did uh, what did Cole say? Oh, we've learned you got to put it in second gear, in sometimes. the right gear. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, to go to go fast, you got to get it yep. in the right gear, or don't have it in high gear all the way around the corner, <laughs> yeah. wide open, wide open. Yeah. We have learned. I know, well, Melvin's learned a lot about fuel pickups lately. So, yeah. <laughs> what's one of those? You know Homer Simpson old crap moments that y'all have had that you're like, what? How did we not think of that? Or, or why, why did, did we, we do that? We, we've thought of some stuff that people look at it and be like, why did you do that? And it's like it works. It's cheap. I had it at home. <laughs> yeah. huh. I yeah. had my fan switch on my Altima was on a, a house light switch. 
the blue box and all was mounted on my roll bar and had a an really? on off a light switch. I love his ingenuity, y'all. It was <laughs> so cool. Ladies oh and gentlemen, gosh. can you say red neck? <laughs> Wait, till, right, till you see the pit cart next year or this oh, year. Oh, no. The pit cart. Oh, pit boy. I love the ingenuity. What did you come up with? <laughs> Do y'all have any stories from high school that you can take, say on the show? No, I know y'all no. can say on the show. That's <laughs> yeah. that come into the is that the statue again? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, Wait, they went to school together. <laughs> yeah, they went to school. together. Yeah, we they used all to hang yes. out. Apparently, yes. really? Rodney Bogan and Yogi Bogan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Bo Cephas days, man. Well, we, we can hear the Hank Williams Junior gang. We just need to pause the podcast so we can ask about. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I do want to know some stuff. But don't forget that we're going to be on the Southern Dirt Motorsports podcast this Sunday at one p.m. On YouTube, right? They I'm have, scared. They have a YouTube channel that they do. You're scared to be on a podcast? Live. Yeah. So oh, gonna I'm going to be, be on the other side, man. I don't know. <laughs> it's, gonna gonna be the same. it's different, isn't it? But yeah. It's going to be at the winery in Sparta, Tennessee at 1 p.m. Oh, well, on we can Sunday. drink wine before there we get go. on the podcast. Yeah. Lori, what you got over so. our girl? I'm going to give a shout out to our last couple of sponsors here. We have Firemark Property Management, TNN Transport of Portland, Tennessee, Mid-South Electric Services, and Precision Tire and Auto Service. So we just want to thank all of y'all for your continued support. Yes, absolutely. means a lot. Couldn't do it without them. Heck yeah. Thank everybody for listening. Thank everybody for supporting this podcast. And anybody wants to uh, some sponsorship on this show, just give us a... A hit on our Facebook page or our, our uh, email. Facebook, Instagram, email. Everything. <laughs> Whatever. And, TikTok, uh, email, uh, Bubba's About Broke at gmail.com. <laughs> and Ariella Aspen's in the studio. Do you have anything going on this week? Are you playing anywhere? Play Roller Coaster of Emotions as many times as you possibly can. So you're playing at the Commodore? She's going to tell us. Oh, yeah. Just Come lean over and, and tell us. Oh, yeah. You don't have to put it on. Just lean over there and talk if you want to. Hello, everybody. Yeah, we can hear you perfectly. Go ahead. So I am playing at the Commodore Grill tomorrow night, which is Tuesday. And then we are playing, my mom and I, Heather and Marjorie, are playing at 6 o'clock if you guys want to come out, if you're free. Um, and then I have that song, Roller Coaster of Emotions, that came out the Friday before last, which I am insanely happy about. So if you guys would stream that, it would mean the world. And maybe um, follow my Instagram. It's Maybe. Maybe. No. Hey, did you know she's going to be... The entertainment at the, at the Veterans Motorplex Banquet. Yes. She's going to be pre-entertainment yes. before it starts. So if we can get enough people fired up about it, she's going to sing Bubba's About Broke extended <laughs> version. Extended. Does that, mean we gotta, version. does that mean we got to pay her more? Yes. Probably. Oh, <laughs> Probably. Yes, Bubba's going broke. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we're done here, I'm going to fire this thing up and get out of here. Hey, fire that mother up. I'm, a, I'm out. See y'all later. <laughs>